0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org.
1: Who was that? I, I'm in Argentina. Oh my goodness, in, in Argentina. Argentina. Wow, Argentina. what time is it? What time is it there? It's 10 p.m. It's evening. Monday. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's four hours later. <laughs> <clears throat> and there are people in, from Maryland, I see, Christine, yeah. and someone Hi, so from me. Idaho. And found, it's just pretty amazing <laughs> we have this opportunity. I'll wait until... Uh, Hi, Hugh, in San Diego.
0: <coughs>
1: I'll wait until... Uh, 6 o'clock my time to, to start formally. It's, it's just nice to see people joining. I'm in Santa Barbara, in, in, you know, in California, just a, about 300 miles south of, uh, of Redwood City, where IMC is. And now it's six o'clock here, so I think I'll I'll uh I'll begin. I can see people are still joining, but I'm really happy to be here again. I was here a couple of weeks ago, um, subbing for uh Diana and tonight I'm subbing for Nikki and I'm just I'm so glad that happy hour exists and it's just really great to have the a regular daily uh opportunity to formally practice all these uh these uh, qualities of the heart that we're developing, these beautiful qualities. And all of us have uh, bits of ourselves, I think, that we, that we don't like. Um, you know, maybe unhealthy habits that we've developed and maybe things about our bodies that we have absolutely no control over. Um, or, you know, maybe other other things re- Ways of relating to people that are sometimes unskillful You know, maybe we're short-tempered sometimes Or impatient and So many things And often we feel really uh, ashamed of, of these, uh, these things Whether they're things that we have control over Or things we don't have control over And shame was something that I lived with for really a long time Many years Um was And it was something I kind of hid from and compensated for uh, with all kinds of uh, uh, behaviors, trying to develop skills um, in lots of different areas of life in order to kind of uh, cover over my sense that um, that actually, my whole existence was pretty much unacceptable. Which sounds kind of harsh, I know, you know. But I felt like I had to hide who I really was in order to get along in the world, to be okay in the world. And uh, even though that does sound kind of harsh, you know, I think there are many, many people, uh, many of us who have experienced similar kind of levels of of self-judgment and self-hatred even. And meta practice um, in the early years of my practice was really, really important. Uh, it was an essential part, I think. It was essential to breaking this pattern of feeling shame and uh, not being able to really care for myself fully. And a turning point came one time on a retreat. It was a meta retreat when I had a, a dream that gave me an insight into a better way to approach, you know, all the areas uh, of myself that uh, that I wished were different, that I wished were not there. And um, in this dream, there was a, a white wolf that was, uh, was standing in front of me, just a little ways, a few feet away from me, and looking at me. And it was, it was a uh, the whole back of the of the wolf was covered with all kinds of really other little animals like they looked like cats and dogs they looked actually they looked like uh something out of a Hieronymus Bosch painting if you're familiar with him some medieval kind of fairy tale uh uh creatures kind of little beasties is how I thought of them and um They were, they were holding on to the wolf by their teeth. So it was, you know, they were really hurting this animal. And the wolf walked up to me and it leaned against my legs. And uh, I had the, this was a very vivid dream. And I had a very uh, clear idea that it wanted me to help it. But I didn't know how to do that. I just I didn't know. I didn't have any tools. I didn't have any weapons and I I thought if I grabbed the little animals they would bite me and I was afraid. And so I just I stopped and I asked myself, "What can I do? What can I do to help?" And immediately the the word love just rose up in my mind. And I knew that I had to love not just the wolf itself, this beautiful white wolf, but also all the little uh, beasty things that were hanging on to, on her. I thought she was a female, <laughs> and so I just immediately I just started pouring out love meta for love for this wolf, and uh, and also for the beasts that were biting it. They were included in in that love, and as I, as I poured out this love. The beasts all started dropping off the wolf. They just let go and fell off. And I had this immediate accompanying awareness that this wasn't just a one-shot deal, that I had to keep giving love to this animal in order for the beasts not to jump right back up on, on her and start biting again. And I, I woke up immediately, right then, at the end of that uh, that dream, and I understood that the wolf kind of symbolized me. And then I also saw that the little beasties I, that, that, were, that were biting uh, her, were they were the unskillful habits um, that I developed in life. They were the things about myself that I didn't like, things I did have uh, uh, control over. And I saw that the only way to disarm the shame that I felt was not to hate it and fight it, which I'd been doing all my life pretty much, but to give love to the whole of myself, the whole of myself, the beautiful white wolf part, and also all my unlovely habits, the little beasties hanging on by their teeth, and also the shame itself, the shame that came from from feeling those. And when I was able to love myself completely, you know, knowing that those habits were not part of me, just, you know, clumsy ways, really, that I'd learned to try to protect myself when I was a child, the habits lost their grip. Slowly over time, I stopped a lot of old bad habits, I'm sure I still have some, and, uh, and the shame just, you know, dissipated, dissipated, dissipated. So tonight what I'd like us to do is to practice in a a similar way, you know, with metta, leaving no part of ourselves out of our care, including everything, every bit of us. So with that introduction, first I think my email program is on, so I'm going to make sure that quits so it doesn't any little dings during the meditation. Um, if you'd like to make yourselves comfortable, find a comfortable posture. I always emphasize comfort when we're practicing with the with metta and uh, the other Brahma Viharas. And just become present to your, um, just how you are right now. Your bodily feeling, you know, your, your sense of uh, yourself in in space, sitting in your chair or on a cushion or wherever you're sitting just a sense of how it feels to be in your body right now and how your mind feels how your heart feels just invite some ease into all of that into your body and into your mind and heart Sense of ease, a sense of uh, comfort, if that's possible. <clears throat> Just take a little time moving into a, a place of internal comfort, if that's possible. Letting go of any concerns from uh, from the earlier part of the day that that might still be with you just putting them aside and maybe attending to your breath a little bit just to really be present to what's happening right now, all of us together sitting cultivating these beautiful heart qualities connect um, connect with your good heart your beautiful heart your ability to care for yourself to care for others your basic human kindness last week Nikki talked about human kindness one night and it's such a lovely a lovely uh Part of who we are is that simple impulse to be kind. The intention to cultivate the heart is such a wholesome, wholesome intention. And I invite you to, to begin um, this uh, formal practice by bringing to mind some, some being who's very easy for you to care for. Someone who's in your life, actually in your life, someone you know. Maybe a friend, maybe a family member, maybe a, an animal who lives with you or, or who you know. So we can start where it's really easy. Someone who's easy to care for, easy to love and let let this being's uh, personality be present to you. You know, maybe their sense of humor, playfulness. Maybe their sincerity, their their intelligence, their maturity, whatever is kind of characterizes their personality, something you love about them, whatever brings a smile to your face, and a smile to your heart. <clears throat> And once you've, uh, once you've really felt the connection between yourself and this other being, just begin to offer your care, offer your metta to your dear one, this dear one, wishing them peace and health and happiness and safety. reaching them self-acceptance love for themselves You offer phrases if you like if you have your own phrases you can use those If you don't, I'll just offer some very simple ones. The ones I tend to use. May you be safe and protected from harm.
0: May you be happy and peaceful.
1: May you be strong and healthy. may you live your life with ease just continue with that for a a bit holding your friend your loved one in your heart Now, the thinking of this of this loved one, does this being have any kind of bad habits? We all have little ways that can be challenging, challenging to ourselves, challenging to others, maybe a tendency to be late, maybe impatience. Maybe that your loved one drives in a way you don't like, you don't appreciate. Some habit, maybe that, that the person has that or animal <laughs> has that uh, that you wish they didn't have. You know, our animal friends often have some some habits that we wish they'd give up. But this is someone, some being who makes you smile. You know, even though they have this habit. Or these habits. To someone you love. Someone you care for. Offer your metta to, to this being. The same being. With the awareness of the things about them that are sometimes maybe challenging. Including everything. Including everything. May my dear one be safe and protected. May they be happy and peaceful. May they be strong and healthy may they live with ease just as they are may they be held in my heart just as they are no different no change needed completely accepted cared for in their entirety Now, uh, I invite you to bring yourself into this the picture with your, your dear one, the one you care for. Just imagine the two of you together, maybe doing something that you like, something that you enjoy doing together. You can visualize the two of you together if that's easy. If you don't visualize, you can just imagine the two of you together. Maybe bring up a memory of being together at a time when you were enjoying each other's company, doing something you enjoyed. And this this being, this dear one, that you care about this this dear one cares about you also whatever flaws you think you have don't stop this one from caring for you not an obstacle just let that into your heart nothing about you is an obstacle to this this one caring for you. You care about each other. May we be happy and peaceful. May we accept ourselves just as we are, just as we are. Nothing needs to change. may we be happy and peaceful may we accept ourselves just as we are now you can uh, just say goodbye to your friend for now just for now and turn your attention to yourself the whole the whole of you the whole of yourself your entire personality just you might imagine yourself looking at yourself in a mirror with kind eyes Just looking at yourself, noticing your good heart, your sincerity, your intention to be wise and kind, and also your quirks. You might smile at yourself if that feels comfortable. There you are, just as you are. Nothing is excluded. Just as you are. May I care for myself in all my parts? all my parts may I be a friend to myself may I exclude no part of myself from my care and concern I hold myself with kindness all of myself every bit All beings have quirks <clears throat> Every single one of us Has funny habits That we learned somewhere Every single one of us May I be kind To my quirks May I be kind To my funny habits My little beasties May I love And respect myself may I accept myself just as I am nothing excluded May I hold myself with the same care that I hold those I love most deeply. May I be a friend to myself. May I love and accept myself just as I am. May I be a friend to myself. May we all love and accept ourselves just as we are. May we all be friends to ourselves. No part of us left out. Nothing excluded. a little bit of time uh, to to share or uh, or ask questions and and then I'll send you into some breakout groups but I'd like to hear how that was for you and uh, you know if there's anything you want to say about it that uh, that struck you either in a good way or not a good way <laughs> whichever so you can uh, raise your your zoom hand if you if you want to Make a comment or share anything. I'm not seeing any Zoom hands. Dave says, thank you. Oh, Carver, wow. You're far away. Hugh's get clapping, but he's not raising his hand <laughs> thanks you okay well maybe i'll I'll set up some breakout rooms then and uh and just you know I'd just like you to just uh share in the groups about how this um how this was for you and to really be aware of uh you know not uh uh Monopolizing conversation, if you have that kind of, uh, if that's one of your quirks, <laughs> talking a lot, which is for some of us, um, so that everybody has a chance to share, and of course, you, if you don't feel like sharing, you can always pass, you don't have to say anything, but uh, just to discuss among yourselves what you, uh, you know, how, how that was for you, and anything that, uh, that seems uh, important about it. So how many people are left? we got 29 people here. Abigail's leaving. Bye, Abigail. I think I'll make uh, nine rooms. So that'll be three for most people, maybe four in some. And you'll have, let's see, let's see how much time should we have. Um, let's give them... No, not that's too many. (laughs) Twelve minutes, and then so it'll be thirteen minutes total, and then uh, or, yeah, and then uh, and then we'll have some sharing at the end in the large group uh, if you're willing, which is always a delight for me. So, here you go into your little uh, your little smaller rooms. Okay. It's nice. Uh, to know if if you were able to, you know, to accept the parts of you that you might not be so happy about uh uh if if there was an opening into that that's, you know, that was the intention so, Diana I'm so grateful for this practice tonight, I was saying in my group that I hadn't heard the complete practice this theme, and the last couple of years I've been really deeply bothered by a couple of um, quirks or foibles and, and they're not important but to me I beat myself up with them and like I'm no good and it comes from early years of whatever and mm-hmm. so I, was, I learned so much in my group about um, someone there who uh, after a while these things don't bother them anymore and I'm so happy to hear that Yeah, seeing the full person and so it was good to talk to them both was really nice uh, that's great I was glad to hear that I think you know it's just <laughs> so often we take things so seriously and, and about ourselves that you know really aren't that aren't that big a deal that <laughs> are just just quirks, as as you said. Yeah, and I don't think uh, I don't think we develop sort of better habits as a result of beating ourselves up either. I think it's really it's it's giving ourselves care that allows us to grow and. You know all the different ways that we grow. It's really about loving ourselves and loving others also. Anybody else? (laughs) People that have some smiles on their faces—it's nice to see. I'm not seeing any hands. Oh, there, Neil.
0: I, exactly. I just want to say this was a lovely, lovely practice, oh, great. right? It was it was so sweet and touching, right? the way you you know had us look at ourselves through the eyes of a lovable being, you know, really so you know,
1: right, right, I mean, just it, it was just all lovely. My only regret is it wasn't recorded because <laughs> oh, I would love know, to listen to it again. I recorded it on my uh, on my iPhone, so. I can I can send the file so it can get
0: uh, uploaded. That would be that would be great.
1: Uh-huh. Um, I think. Uh, oh, I was going to say something and now I've forgotten. It's like, uh, oh, golly, like I've totally lost it. Whatever it was. <laughs> but anyway, thanks. I'm really glad you enjoyed it, Neil. It's, <laughs> I think it's really it's really you know it was it's I it was absolutely life changing for me to uh to practice in a way that uh that accepted my personality. I, sometimes I think about um Ramdas, you know Ramdas the great uh, Hindu teacher um who uh one time talked about his personality as a pet, you know. It's like his it's like a little dog. That's you know, and if you can just think of of yourself in that way, you know, just not take not take our our sillinesses really, you know, things that we developed as children usually so seriously. I think it's just really helpful. <laughs> really yeah. helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Kathleen, thanks so much. That that was a really great. Um, and very touching for me, meditation, and um, oh, I definitely struggle to accept myself. Yeah, um, I, like, I like the image of the little pet dog, but not not taking it so seriously. But uh, it was a really good practice. Okay. So, yeah, I would like to just do it over. Yeah, do it more. Yeah, it's yeah. One time isn't usually, you know, the <laughs> enough to to break through our habits of of uh, judging ourselves and you know feeling unworthy or whatever the feeling is, uh, some kind yeah. of yeah, yeah. Keep doing it, and you know, I know what I was going to say uh, uh, in res- in response to Neil too was that that when we can imagine. Uh, Someone else caring for us—that—that that, you know—and we know the people who care for us. If we can kind of borrow their metas, that's a, a way of talking about it. Then we can. Then you know, it helps us to generate it for ourselves. I think to see ourselves through the eyes of those who care about us, who you know, they're not—they're not worried about the fact that we're sometimes late to appointments or something. You know, whatever it is, whatever it is. Thanks, Kathleen. Do you have more to say? I I guess I would say that um, change what you said just a little bit or add to it, and that they may not really care that we're a giant pain in the rear sometimes, <laughs> not just a little late. Yeah, right. That's true. <laughs> I didn't want to, you know, go the full catastrophe. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. and even you know. If, even if they, uh, even if our friends get uh, irritated with us from time to time, still, in, and we get irritated with our friends. That just knowing that, really, what we ho- we hold the whole of them, with with so much care, you know, and they hold us with care. And if we can hold ourselves with that same kind of care, it's just so wholesome, so good for us, so healthy.
0: Mm. Yeah. Mm. Ginny. It's past time, I'm aware of that, or more just at time, but rapidly, just a a little bit of what Kathleen had just said, but mostly what you were saying and the kind of way that you introduced the meditation gave me room to both go to that person that I feel most cared for during the whole Zoom time that that we've all been on zoom two and a half years whatever and also the person who's probably the most capable of annoying me and when i realize how she's capable it's because of what we both do we both when we first knew each other were so playful and so easily uh enticed into looking at things in different ways and that's such fun And by now, we've become so serious about mindfulness. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) It's just become, you know, whatever you've got, licensed as a mindfulness teacher, and I'm just completely involved in it. So everything has become so heavy, and I'm thinking, I I need to tell her. It's me, too. I've done it. We're both just so enmeshed in our own uh, sense of development of a of a new new uh-huh. approach for me, and a developing approach for her, that, that's what's annoying me, and I want <laughs> to play. I want to yeah. find that beginner's mind and that playfulness. Absolutely. It's fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. and it's important, you know. I, and, the, you know, joy is a quality that the Buddha really encouraged us to develop. You know, it's part of the path to awakening. Joy and happiness and serenity, all kinds of really beautiful qualities of heart that are that are happy yeah uh, i yeah i think we should play play more
0: <laughs> if i could put on the buddhist, path, the buddhist path i would be delighted
1: <laughs> oh, thank you everybody thanks very much and uh i look forward to the next time i, I see the group uh, with new faces and old faces and uh it's always a delight to to join to join the happy hour crowd and to uh, and lead a meditation so you know may we all love and accept ourselves just as we are and also all our loved ones with their quirks as well may quirks not be an obstacle <laughs> may it be so thanks you guys Thanks, Shelly. Thank Good night or morning or whatever it is where you thanks,
0: are. Thanks, Shelly. Right thanks, thanks Thank everyone. You. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Thank Shelly. Thank, Thank you, you guys. night, Kim. Bye-bye. Thank you. you. Thank you See you again. Lovely.